we talk about high-minded things. So yeah, and yeah. if you like hear us say something that you think is smart on this, um, we didn't uh, edit out all the dumb stuff we said. We kept only the smart <laughs> stuff in when we didn't research a bunch or yeah, whatever. Totally. Um, but <laughs> this is really dumb, dumb stuff compared to what we normally talk totally. about. Not on mic when we're not rolling. Is so. it true, Jake, that you take all the times that I say uh and duh yeah. out, and then you make a master sound file of just that, and you listen to it? I listen to it while I exercise. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it gets me pumped. <laughs> That's cool. We can start the podcast. Okay. Are you ready for yeah, that? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hello and welcome to Every Damn Thing. It's a podcast where we rank everything. I'm Phil. And I'm Jake, and we're here to guide you through the list of everything. Each episode, we take items and tell you where they rank on the list of everything. The list can be viewed by going to everydamnthing.net. You can find a link in the show notes. Uh, so we've known each other since the 1920s in London. Once, while being born in a hospital... Wait, I thought it was the 1970s in Detroit, Michigan. Okay, sure. Anyway, we were being born in a hospital, and during labor, our mothers were bit by a vampire, making us into like vampires, except we hated them. Uh, many years later... We befriended a vampire hunter who showed us the many types of weapons that can kill a vampire, one of which was a ranked list of everything. We memorized the list, but just then the room filled with an eerie mist. A foreboding fog. That coalesced into the form of the King of the Damned. That dreaded Dracula. He mesmerized us, like unto Dr. Mesmer himself with his vampire vision. And while in his psychic thrall, we forgot the list. So we can now only access the list little bits at a time through an extremely scientific process called shooting the shit. That's how, with the help of our friends and listeners, we reassemble the list of every damn thing. Which is now at 157 items, if I'm not mistaken, with Dolly Parton at the top and Transphobia at the bottom. Tulsa time and Sriracha, um, when I say Sriracha, I'm talking about the sauce, uh, are in yeah. the middle of the list. And when I say Tulsa time, I'm talking about the song. I'm not talking about the time zone that Tulsa, Oklahoma is in, although that's what the song's about. Uh, it's about a lot more than that. If you want to look at the complete list, you can go to everydamthing.net. Uh, you can find a link to that in our show notes. So today it's just me and Phil. Yeah. We're going to do a standard show, talk about three items. Standard um, and show. Let's... You're really selling it. Uh, it's a special <laughs> show. It's special because it's just me with you, Jake. Every time I'm with you is special. It's never that's standard. Right. Come on now. So we're going to talk about... Three items, if we can get through the list and if we could talk fast enough and if we can interrupt each other enough to get all three things done, hopefully we can do this. And we need your help, listeners. Don't interrupt us and don't get it. I talked to a friend of ours, Jake, a good friend of ours. He right. said, I can't listen to you and Jake talk because I want to interrupt you and tell you you're wrong yeah. whenever you say something, even about things I might agree with. What, do you disagree with the list? He's like, no, it's pretty good. I just, you're wrong about everything and I want to yeah. tell you. We won't name check this guy because as you told us, uh, he doesn't listen to the show anyways. And he doesn't he, deserve it. Yeah, he has a high elected office, <laughs> a national yeah. office. We don't want to talk about it. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean, we don't want to say what office it is, but it's the highest office yeah. you could have in the country. Uh, well, I mean... He used to until he should, but he lost it. And <laughs> oh, yeah. It was stolen from him. <laughs> yeah. The steel wasn't stopped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, uh, let's move on to the first thing. Yeah. And this was submitted by Stefan S. He wanted us to rank Blade the character. You're talking about the Daywalker. The Daywalker. That's the vampire right. Hunter. His real name is Eric Brooks. Uh, and he appears in multiple media, uh, mainly in comic books, Marvel Comics, where yeah. he first appeared. And then he was also uh, in a number of popular movies. Played by Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes, yep. And a TV show uh, where he's played by fingers and we're essentially ranking all of those so uh, stefan said wesley snipes is amazing he never got the respect he deserved that's true as did the one season tv show starring sticky fingers from onyx uh, it was great dark violent and none of the vampire cuddling bullshit that is common nowadays i read some old blade comic books from the 70s he got with this woman they kill a vampire yeah, they're woman. cuddling i mean he's cuddling yeah and then he gets with this woman while there's a dead vampire in his apartment they're like 
it's time to make love, baby. And there's a dead vampire woman. They like put a spike in her. He was cuddling. <laughs> she was cuddling a half vampire because he's a daywalker. If know? she was cuddling the vampire half of him, then that's vampire cuddling. Yeah. Since we're talking about him as a, the character as a whole in all iterations of it, do you want to start with the comics? Warblade comes out of is for many years in comics, they weren't allowed to use vampires or any undead. Yeah. Going back to like the 1940s, there had been like a blanket rule by the industry that, you know, because kids buy comics and they don't, there's Christian Wright is really powerful. And, you know, this. Right. In the early 50s, there was EC Comics, which had a lot of horror comics, yeah. which eventually ended up getting blamed for yeah, doing yeah. scenes. And, and, and so, like, you know, there's like kind of a remnant of that in our culture, but they relaxed that code at a certain point, sometime in the 70s. And they say, you know what? Yeah. Like, you can have vampires or you can have zombies or you know there's certain Frankenstein yeah you can't have uh, ghouls yeah the the rules used to be very strict nobody could use drugs and you can't say the cops are wrong and they're doing the wrong thing authority figures can't be presented in a negative light it was pretty extreme Um, but later than one would think there was like rules in comics against essentially anything that was like horror related you know zombies Draculas yeah some of the rules especially undead Wolfmans especially undead things and so the thing about the vampires was for a while Marvel Comics the company was in pretty rough shape they kind of stopped yeah. expanding and they said like what is going to save us and then like we've got it uh, horror stuff so they yeah they, so the rules had uh, loosened yeah. and so it was they like went the full on into open. like we're going to make a Dracula comic we have Spider-Man we have the Incredible Hulk we have Dracula and Dracula yeah. isn't like they don't have to pay anybody they basically can own Dracula if they want like you know yeah yeah it's, yeah. it's public domain so they come up with ancillary characters I guess because like they made a book about Dracula. First of all, he's kind of a villainous character. And also, right. anybody could make, you know, a Van Helsing or a Dracula. Yeah. A competitor yeah. could. So they had to make up their own characters. So they made up... But like, they had a series called Tomb of Dracula. That yeah. The stories were within the Marvel Universe. So it was the same world where Captain America and Spider-Man exist and the oh, X-Men. Yeah. And Dracula fights the X-Men But it starts Dracula. For some reason, these weren't reprinted. And by the time I was growing up, they weren't really around. Like, it wasn't something I really knew about. No. But the characters were still around. Like, there's Blade... And there's, there's, uh, there's Morbius. Wolfman by Night. Werewolf by Night. Yeah, yeah. So, there are a so, lot of the characters stuck around, yeah. But also, Blade comes from the era of black characters in comics. Right, yeah. He's like a lead. And I want to say one of the earlier leads, along with like maybe Luke Cage or. He had his own title in like in the, some of the Black yeah, and White magazines. He wasn't. Books. Yeah, or like he had backup stories or whatnot, but he didn't get like his own normal title until kind of he was reiterated in the 90s. It's crazy that there wasn't a Blade movie that like was adapted to a comic. It seems like a 70s movie, like a, a movie that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there were kind of urban black exploitation, you know, horror movies and stuff. And I wonder if there's anything like Blade, particularly that Blade was a ripoff. Of I Marvel. wonder. I mean, by the way, created by Marv Wolfman and Gene Colan, first appearing in Tomb of Dracula number ten, yeah, which okay. is a 1972 comic. Marv Wolfman says he was inspired by a lot of black actors, including uh, Jim Brown. Yeah, Jim Richard Brown. Roundtree, maybe Jim Brown was one of them. But he does have a black exploitation vibe. He's got an afro. He's, he's. I mean, he wears a leather jacket, but it's like green or red or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. And so it sounds like you read that issue. I also read that issue. Um, it's weird that he's called Blade, but but like his blade is wood. He shows up and he has these wood blade blades. Could be wood, I suppose. So Blade was around in the comics when I was growing up, but I don't remember him going. I read off. a lot of Marvel comics in the eighties and early nineties, and I, I remember seeing it them might at have been all there until was the nineties. Dispute. It might have been like Marv Wolfman had a lawsuit. I think or something. people just didn't care about that stuff then. Like I maybe think they that... changed the rules and said you couldn't do vampires or zombies because also there weren't a lot of vampires around. When there in the were 80s. some, uh, you knew that Dracula existed. Like, but when I was reading in comics in the eighties, Dracula, yeah, he was a character that you knew was there as a villain. He had fought the fucking X Men, like you know, in the early eighties or late seventies, but he didn't appear at all 
all in comics when I was reading it. Same with uh, Werewolf by Night didn't really appear. And then they started appearing again in the early 90s. Yeah, but by then you were on your way out and and weren't paying attention. Yeah, exactly. By then, Marvel Comics were like crappy. By the time Blade was coming back in, which is around the time Ghost Rider was coming back in. And Ghost Rider wasn't around much like in the 80s when we were reading comics. I think a lot of it is like people bring back things from like when they were kids. Yeah. Or, you know, when their yeah, fandom true. was at their highest. So then when they get into the industry, they're like, you know what? We really need Blade that because that was their favorite thing. And, and so yeah. somehow the rights for Blade get sold to, I want to say Sony or what's now Sony. What, it would have been like New Line at the time or something. I think it was New yeah. Line. Yeah. And, so this happens in the 90s. Yeah. They signed the rights and you got Wesley Snipes in the role. And Wesley Snipes had yeah. been like coming up and, and had been in action movies. I want to say that's after Passenger 57. And he had been the villain in Demolition Man. Right. So he had been an action star. But this is like, it's like another level because he's like an action yeah. kind of horror adjacent. Although it's not really a horror right, movie. Right. And then did Guillermo del Toro, he directed the first one as well as the second one. Blade movie was not directed by del Toro. It was directed by Stephen Norrington. But del Toro made the sequel, which is like okay. kind of better in a lot of ways. Right. The way I've heard it described is Blade is really cool. He wears sunglasses. In Blade 2, everyone has sunglasses on. <laughs> they always have cool sunglasses even this dark nighttime and it makes sense there's a story reason why they would all wear sunglasses Wesley Snipes yeah. he, he can't downplay how awesome he is in Blade and it's probably like the yeah, best he's great he's great man yeah it's probably his signature role I mean some people like it Major is. League you know yeah like, yeah you know he's in other stuff he's also been in a number of comedy movies lately the um, Eddie Murphy movies that yeah, he's, he's been doing it. He's doing wonderful it. in he's amazing he was hired he was in, to uh, escape the IRS for many years right uh, maybe yeah he was in a situation kind of like you know how Nicolas Cage is in this thing where it's like he can't say no to movies if they right, right, give him a right, legitimate yeah, offer yeah. he has to say yes yeah. or else the irs will take his house we, i mean this isn't about snipes yeah, necessarily yeah. but it's um, about his portrayal of the character yeah. and i think that like i don't really care much about blade until that movie that's the movie when i were like well blade is fucking amazing and yeah, it's like yeah. th- there's a swordplay movie it's also like super uh asian influenced the choreography yes. and stuff like the matrix and like so um, someday we're going to rank that movie and there's a lot to say about that movie oh yeah that movie is re- reflects a lot about the era what was going on in american culture especially in the movies yeah like you're right it was really Asian influence and I would note that there's like a lot of Asians in it like maybe because it was shot I think in Vancouver but um yeah yeah it takes place in a lot of Asian neighborhoods and whatnot, which probably is them trying to expand to the Asian market. But like that movie comes out in 1998 and it yeah. had Kung Fu fight scenes um, more than many like American made movies. Yeah, the yeah, fight yeah. scenes were really influenced by Kung Fu. I think influenced by Jackie Chan movies and Jet Li movies, which were really popular in the nineties in the U S the, yeah. you know, the Chinese made movies. Also John Woo movies, I think stylized action. Yeah, and that choreographer, I think we talked about him. Yuan Ping. Right. I don't think he worked on Blade, but I just kind of had that vibe that like the fights were better than they would. Oh yeah, for sure. There's really well done. And also, like really stylized and there's like techno music in yep. and the look yep, of yep. it it's like he's got a black vinyl trench coat he's in a blood disco yeah the blood disco is amazing and also there's like it's got Chris Christopherson in it as, as like and yeah. the villains in it it's all like it's the movie is, is really well cast and yep. the way that they do the villains as like they're these creepy euro trash yeah techno dudes and it's, also it's, it's also about kind of class you know right there's some tropes we could say about vampirism and the way that like they're like this uh separate elite that secretly is controlling right. everything okay. yeah, yeah, yeah 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 to the vampires he's like a nightmare he's like the thing that they're afraid of yeah i love that yeah. idea that like he's yeah. the thing that vampires tell each other like legends about yeah. there's this fucking yeah, thing, yeah. the scariest thing you've ever seen you know and he can walk in the yeah. day i love that yeah. idea of how afraid of blade they are yeah the movies i think that it reflects how popular Kung Fu movies were at the time and were going to become like, so that movie comes out in 98. Um, The Matrix comes out a year later in 99, which is also very influential. And I think that Stefan is right in saying that Snipes 
and Blade movies in general, I think, are just under-recognized as their influence, maybe because they're overshadowed by The Matrix, but like... Also, X-Men came out after that. So it's like Blade is based on a Marvel Comics character, extremely right. successful, but then a year later, you get X-Men, which, a couple is, years later, yeah, which yeah, is seen X-Men. as like the start of this comic boom and, you know, the characters, which we're yeah. kind of still in now, 20 years later, which is hard to believe. Like, I remember when the X-Men movie came out, you're like, Phil, we got to see it on the first day or they won't keep making yeah. these. The popularity of Blade, who was a fucking obscure character in Marvel... Yeah. But it's such a when, good concept that it will work. Yeah. It's like it doesn't matter yeah. where it comes from. It's a good con- – there's a stoic, tough guy yeah. played yeah. by a magnetic movie star with real presence. And yeah. he's in like a, a cool-looking, stylish movie where he kills vampires in, in intriguing ways while techno music plays. Yeah. Uh, yeah, without that popularity, uh, I think that X-Men owes a lot to that. And it wasn't another 10 years until Iron Man came out. But I yeah, think yeah. The, the, the MCU – And it's like the look of it. People don't realize it, but the MCU yeah. owes a lot to, to Blade in the first place. So the popularity of that, if it wasn't – because Blade was groundbreaking. The only yeah. major Marvel property release before Blade in theaters was Howard the Duck, which did terribly. I mean, there was a Punisher movie, which didn't get yeah, spread yeah. very wide. But otherwise, it was Howard the Duck, which did terribly. And, and Blade did great. And I think that it really changed the trajectory. To me, uh, you it's know, like the, Blade 2, it's – it's also, you have a guy, you have Guillermo del Toro, who since then has like won an Oscar and he's made like a yeah. lot of really good stuff. I'm always impressed by that guy because he takes some things that like to somebody else would end up as kind of trash and he elevates. Right. Yeah, yeah. He can elevate something. Yeah, to totally. It. You know, the famous line that Blade says in Blade when he says about motherfuckers that are trying to ice skate <laughs> yeah. uphill? It, yeah. You the think line about is, that. some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate uphill. Okay. And that's like the big line that he says at the end. It's like yeah. his Arnold Schwarzenegger one-liner. Oh, I kinda. thought you were going to say, it's like when he states, you know, like you restate the theme of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of true. It kind of is the best line in any of that stuff. It's like, is that something that Blake deals with? <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's, you wonder if like maybe Snipes wrote that himself or used in a different movie or something like that. Yeah. He heard somebody say it and he's like, you know what? That is true. And I'm going to say that. <laughs> and like, you know, like, what are you going to say? And he's like, don't worry about it. I have something in mind. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he had lived it. It's the best thing in that, you know? And his delivery. The techno blood ray fight scene at the beginning is. Well, it lets you know. Like, you is, watched was, movie, Maybe it was one of the best things. You we know? should say that that set the stage for techno fight scenes, which the Matrix carried forward. Well, had Mortal Kombat already come out? Maybe you're right. Maybe Mortal Kombat had. You're in the theater. You're having a seizure. Yeah. I'm in the theater. I'm, I'm biting my wallet as it comes out because it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's blowing my mind so much. You know, it's like, it's yeah. not. Not when I was, I hadn't seen stuff like that before. Having yeah. being hit with a strobe yeah. while this guy is cutting off a vampire's head, you know, yeah. it's exciting. Stephen Dorff as the villain is like, he plays it like one of the Lost Boys. He's like so right, yeah. gross. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's bad. He's just contemptible. And you, and it's like, yeah. he's one of those guys where he can play like, like these sleazy characters really well. Yeah. Because of that character, I disliked him until True Detective Season 3 came out recently. Oh, and you're like, oh, and he's just good. At, like, okay. Yeah, yeah if someone's a good actor. Because just... you always think, oh, they couldn't afford Ethan Hawke, so they got this guy. That's usually what you would think when you'd see him. Ethan Since Hawk we're talking about the movie, I, I do want to put the movie. It's called Daybreakers. It's a really good vampire movie. I'm it's not kind really of not. This. It's like like Blade, it's not really horror adjacent. And it's Stefan will like because yeah. there's no cuddling. I think by saying cuddling, he's referring to like the Twilight movies where. Yeah. It's. I right, mean, the original yeah. Dracula is a gothic romance, so it's like. That's kind yeah. of built into the, the premise. Yeah, yeah. Totally. It's also like, funny because Blade is created as a way that like we need to have these people that have to fight Dracula. Like he was invented yeah. not as the protagonist, but as somebody to mess with Dracula and to like threaten him. In the comics, you're saying, yeah, because the comics yeah. is the main character is a bad guy. But yeah. in the movies, they didn't really go that way. And in fact, I think there was a Dracula type character in one of the movies. Not the first one, but yeah, maybe in the second. He was or like third an old one. Eastern European king. Yeah. But it wasn't he wasn't called Dracula. And I guess that has to do with you don't want to. You know, Universal Pictures, if you're making a movie that has Dracula in it, Universal won't like it. I don't know why they wouldn't, but... There's a third blade that people don't really like. 
I don't remember. Yeah, I thought it was cool. It had Triple H in it. Yeah. Uh, but in preparation for this, I only watched the first one. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe if somebody wants to, us to specifically rank those movies or the Blade movie did, trilogy, did you we watch anything with the TV show with Sticky Fingers? Um, I did watch that. I want to put the character in the movies in context a tiny bit more by right. noting Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which uh, was something that was that movie came out in '98. Buffy ran from 97 to 2003, and then Angel, which carried it on to for another year. What were the but main the worlds that they existed in, culture? Uh-huh. one could imagine them existing in the same universe. You could uh, see a crossover with Buffy the Vampire yeah, Slayer. Yeah, exactly. I always um, think of Buffy the Vampire Slayer as a little more comedic than... than it is, Blade. definitely. Yeah. But like in popular culture, those things, especially because they like are taking vampires serious, but not in a way that's like... That like Dracula does. Um, so they're having more fun with it, playing with it, making it into what action the dominant movie. vampires in popular culture. There were Lost Boys and there was Bram Stoker's Dracula. Lost Boys is from the 80s. Bra- yeah, Bram I'm Stoker's just saying, Dracula. And there was okay. Fright Night, There's, which was in the late 80s, I think. Yeah, there was also Interview with the Vampire and Queen of the Damned, and I oh, don't know yeah, the yeah. timing of that, but those are a little and bit more And there's the books. Serious. There's the Anne Rice books, too, which were extremely popular on the time. Of course, yeah. Until the Twilight movies came out, Blade was like the dominant vampire narrative out there no well that and Buffy oh yeah 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 what you just said uh, oh and something else did you talk about Chris Christopherson how he's a movie star now in yeah, yeah 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 and he's great we, we're not we, yeah, we we're get not to rank in that movie we could talk career. more about Chris Christopherson I mean, he's, amazing, he's great dude, and, and he's, he's one of the best parts of that movie and he, is he in all three he's in at least the first two I think yeah uh, Tracy Lords is in it too uh, she's in the first one right She's in the first one, yeah. So, um, so there's the Blade TV show I did watch starring uh, Sticky Fingers. I did watch the first episode. It was, it was only one season, came out in 2006 and was canceled. Did it leave you wanting more? Do you gonna, are you going to watch the second episode? No, I'm not. Oh. It, was, it was meant to be like a continuation of the movies, although... Um, there's some stuff with the story, like in the movies, his Blade's mom is English, has an English accent, and in this, they tell the story of his mom being from Detroit. So it doesn't did you write quite a match to up. The producers angry? Yeah, I did. Um, and I'm gonna see if they can go back and fix that digitally. Um, Randy <laughs> I, Quaid is in it I, I, briefly I got, as a vampire specialist. Why didn't you tell me that first thing, man? I got a Randy Quaid checklist. I'm trying to. I gotta catch them all. Yeah, well, you gotta catch that one. I think he might be the whole series, so I don't know. Um, but like, yeah, Sticky Things is in it, but it's pretty much the same character except for he's bald. Um, or, from what I can tell, is he does he like say you know how like you every time you see a Die Hard movie, he says his catchphrase. In Blade Two, he didn't say anything about ice skating uphill, and I was disappointed. I was like, yeah. come on, yeah, oh, motherfuckers always are trying to uh, ski jump uphill or something, you know? Or, <laughs> yeah. No more of that um, stuff. So we're talking about the character in general. Um, where that's who we're going to rank. He oh, does no. in the comics in, in the nineties. He stopped being like a black exploitation kind of guy and yeah. became more like the, the Wesley Snipes character, and has been since then. Like they, um, when they draw him, like, they probably draw him looking more like Wesley Snipes. Now. Yeah, yeah, totally. He probably like has ice skates in one scene, and yeah, yeah. And he mostly does stuff with like occult or horror related things. He teams up with Ghost Rider, Doctor Strange, or something like that. But he did like there was a storyline in the last decade where he became an Avenger, which kind of has happened to all the the bigger name Marvel heroes. Yeah, so they can get you in the movies if they want. What about there's a parody blade in Adventure really? Brothers? I don't so remember this. In Adventure Brothers, there's a crew of older heroes and they're retired. There's a guy named Dr. Morpheus who's like Dr. Strange. And there's another guy who's like a like Dr. Druid. He is like a an older okay. priest. And there's a guy called I want to say he's called Jefferson Twilight. <laughs> he's basically Blade, but he's older, you know? And yeah. I feel like he only hunts black vampires. He calls him he's like, yeah. I oh, he only... calls him does he call him Blackulas? Yeah. He's like, I hunt Blackulas. Yeah. It's not a race thing. It's not There's weird. your example of and a exploitation like, horror movie from the 70s. Oh, yeah, Blackula. Totally. That used to be on TV when I was a kid. Also, yeah. there was a, a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde where he turned into uh, Mr. Hyde by sniffing coke. Maybe that was really... That <laughs> I think that's kind of what was going on with him anyways. It was like, or yeah. it was adjacent to that for sure. I just, I remember watching it and I'd never seen 
anybody sniff coke before. I was, you know, I'm from a rural area, you know, I was yeah. a kid. And I was so like, you only saw people sniffing speed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, why is uh, this stuff? Why does it cost so much? So uh, to put a cap on it before we uh, rank it, there's going to be another Blade movie that's going to be in the MCU. Oh. Starts shooting next year. Mahershala Ali is going to play Blade. Now it's going to be rated PG-13, right? Probably, Blade yeah. should be rated R because he has to cut yeah. a vampire's head off. There's going to be undead, yeah. blood everywhere. Those are undeads. You can't show blood in a PG-13 movie. Like, uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I hope they do. don't find some way around it where it's like for it. they're, they're robots and he drinks their robot blood or something. You know, I don't want to see that. Yeah. Like, I, there's like, too much bloodlessness in general. You know, I, I would like it. Yeah. If, but Mahershala Ali is good casting. I think he can do it. He's great, yeah. Yeah. He's got presence. There's no no one else is Wesley Snipes, but... Yeah. Do you want to rank this character, Blade? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's rank Blade. I feel like we covered everything. Uh, so more are or less, there other yeah. fictional characters in there? There's a comic character uh, way down at the, near the end of the list at 144. We have Gambit. Gambit um, from the X-Men. Gambit from the X-Men, yeah. Also created by Marvel Comics. Also kind of created as a supporting character. And he kind of sucks and Blade's way better than him. So yeah, yeah. Uh, we can move up Jason. from there. He has some cool signifier stuff. He wears a trench coat. That is true. Uh, and he has, uh, a, he has a hand weapon. Um, I, well, okay, here's another comic character on the list that we can compare him to. That's Popeye. Okay. Now, comic Popeye, strips. Uh, Blade so he's is a man number of 55. Words. Popeye is a man of many words. He's always muttering and talking. Half the time yeah. you can't hear what he's saying in the old cartoons. Yeah. In the movie with Robin Williams, you can't even understand it. I tried to put the subtitles on. I couldn't. It's like it's easier to understand Donald Duck than Popeye, but he's talking. And the, the thing I was thinking about Popeye is there's a song that goes along with Popeye that everyone knows and has known for 80 years. Like my son was yeah. singing Popeye theme. You know, everybody knows Popeye theme. Kids know it. Yeah. Blade doesn't have something like that. Like people aren't talking no. about ice skating uphill. Blade has permeated the culture in a way but it's like not in our faces all the time. Yeah. Popeye is actually alive in the culture in a way, way more. Although, so I kind of- I think that, you, that that's a good point that you have and that it's true. But I do think like Stefan says, Blade, especially the movies, are underrated and don't get the recognition for the influence that they had. And yeah. I think it's mainly because of The Matrix. But I guess that's a story for another day, though. I don't think Blade the character should be as high as Popeye, if that's what you were Yeah, saying. I don't know. Yeah, I kind of... Well, in some ways, when you see somebody eat spinach, yeah. you think about Popeye. There's, if I saw somebody drink blood, which is much more specific right. of a thing, I wouldn't think Blade. And if also... If but I if I you see somebody, somebody take a serum that is meant to replace blood... If because I saw they have somebody, the bloodlust, but they oh, right. don't want to kill. I watched a music video by B.B. Rexa, who is a pop singer, right? Okay. And it's a Blade homage video. Right. It was referencing a particular scene from a Blade movie. And I said, oh, nice. I get what's going on here. You <laughs> we'll know, put like, a link in the show notes. This yeah, we'll put a link in the it. show notes. Whereas like Popeye, you don't see a lot of references to it. You know, there's not like pop singers who are doing a Popeye. It would be kind of rad if she was. But when you, you know? do, you know what it is. And everybody knows what it is for sure. I mean, yeah. maybe not everybody, but. Yeah. Other characters. So like Blade, I got to say. Charmander is a cute little lizard with a flaming tail from Pokemon. Yeah. That's number 60. Charmander's at 60, yeah. But it's not doesn't have as much going on as Blade does. Blade does some interesting stuff. Yeah. Uh, there's something to him. I guess if you would say what characters is he most like, he's kind of like Dirty Harry or like the Clint Eastwood persona from The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, that character. Yeah, John Wick. I mean, too. I mean, that's a, that's a newer character, yeah. but for sure. Um, yeah. And, you know, um, Blade spans many decades and he's actually he's got a lot more breadth to the character because he's also the black exploitation type character yeah. from the 70s so i i think i want to put blade above charmander yeah that makes sense i i almost think he should go above popeye but then it's like i don't know how far above popeye 
And I just right. think that like Popeyes had more impact. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's I, true. Stefan's not going to like to hear this, but like I can't really think about Blade going too much higher than that. So kind of right in between Popeye and Charmander at number fifty-seven is Dan Aykroyd, who's a real person. Yeah, um, and Dan also, Aykroyd wrote Ghostbusters, and Blade didn't write anything except Wesley Snipes wrote about the ice skating uphill, which I really enjoy. Right, assuming it's Wesley Snipes, could have been yeah. somebody else. Oh, uh, Dan Aykroyd also like started in the seventies and is still around today, but is not. Well, probably won't make it as long as Blade does. Um, <laughs> Knock on well, wood. no, because Blade's half vampire. He could live forever, man. Oh, okay. okay. Um, or not forever, for quite a long time. He's got extended life. He was born in 1925, according so to the he, comics. If you think about being a va- half vampire, yeah, there's a lot they can do with that because it's like he is at war with his own. It's it's also there's issues with your father. Was his his yeah. mother was pregnant and was bitten by a vampire? Is that what's up? Uh, or his dad was a vampire. It depends on the. Version. I think there's, it depends on the version, but um, in the comics. His mother was his prostitute in London. She yeah. was pregnant and there was complications during her labor. The doctor who she was brought to was a vampire and he, he, I guess he bit her during her labor or something. She oh. He bit her. She ended up dying, but the baby lived and, the, and became Blade and had powers. And that doctor was actually the, the character played by Stephen Dorff. Oh. I don't think they mentioned this at all in the movies, but that character, yeah. did, I think Deacon Frost is his name, was the doctor. That, and and that so I think a similar thing happened with Popeye too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. His mom was bitten by a spinach can. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, um, so Dan Aykroyd, let's let's yeah. put Blade. I'll put him above Dan Aykroyd. I'm prepared. Blade didn't write Ghostbusters, so yeah. But also, right Dan Aykroyd has written things I don't like. He did nothing but trouble. So okay, yeah. how about right above him? Yeah. So uh, Blade, the vampire hunter, the fictional character, the daywalker, goes in at number fifty-seven, moving Dan Aykroyd, the actor, uh, to number fifty-eight. And also let's a daywalker, to be fair. True. Yeah. Uh, we'll take a break and come back and rank the next thing. All right. Yeah, we're back. I had to take a shower. Yeah, all this Blade talk. All yeah, this Blade, all Blade talk. talk. Okay. <laughs> okay, so the next one is similar to Blade. It's a movie uh, from 1999. That's right. Yeah, we've yeah. mentioned it a number of times already in this podcast. We already mentioned it. It's The Matrix. So the we're, Matrix this is, is specifically the, only the first film, right? Yeah. Okay. We're talking about the first movie, which actually I think is going to make it go a little higher because right, there's yeah. some animated stuff and there's some sequels, which the no sequels one really are, likes yeah, or yeah. thinks about too much. And uh, it's a pretty interesting movie. Yeah. It's really ahead of its time in a lot of ways. The, sometimes the effects don't really age so well, but who gives a shit about that? Yeah. And But the fighting is cool. Choreography, like I said, by Yunwa Ping, who did, I hope I'm pronouncing it right, but of course I'm not, who's a guy, he did a lot of stuff in China, but it was like a, a early, He does. he's done a lot of stuff in America since then, but it was like an early example of him coming and doing something for a production here. Um, it was going to be Will Smith in the role, but then- That would have changed everything. Now, I don't dislike Will Smith, but like, yeah. I don't think it would have been a, as good of a movie or as popular of a movie. Like he was all like set, you know, they thought yeah. they had him and he was like, no, I'm not going to do it. And it, apparently if it was him, they wouldn't have been able to have Larry Fishburne as the Morpheus role. can't have two black he's, people. Yeah, right? two black people talking to, on the same screen <laughs> at the same time. Come on, we're trying to sell uh, foreign rights. That, yeah. doesn't, that can't be real. Yeah. They were like, no, that, that was an impossibility. So like Larry Fishburne was probably really lucky because he could he needed that and yeah. that, that's like his probably his signature role when people think about Larry Fishman it used to be people think Larry Fishman oh you know from Boys in the Hood the Fear father styles. who who is five years older yeah. than his son you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think of Apocalypse Now well you're a, you're a film buff yeah whereas you know like I, I watch only things on VHS of course so it's a great movie a big hit uh, it spawns sequels it's metaphysical it's about um spoiler alert we're going to get into it um it's about a guy he's a hacker and yeah. he, he hacks into the mainframe and he figures out that the world as he knows it doesn't exist. Yeah. And he's offered a choice between a red pill or a blue pill by a guy he meets, a mysterious figure called Morpheus. And when he yeah. takes the pill of knowledge and it's like he goes out of Plato's cave into the real world, which is a world where like all humans are batteries. 
yeah. were being kept by machines in these pods. And, you know, when it came out, uh, I had been prepped for it. Yeah, you know? So yeah, I saw yeah. it, I was like, what? I can't yeah. believe this. Uh, it was the mid- late 90s. I was college age. I was like, um, I was high as fuck watching yeah. it too, you know? <laughs> yeah. I was like, this movie is astounding, you know yeah. what I mean? I, Even and if I really you enjoyed you would have felt that way because... Was, I was also like primed. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, I had been primed by several years. I've been watching John Woo movies, watching right, how they yeah. fight in those movies, yeah. watching people with guns in two hands, double yeah. fisting the pistols, yep. and getting primed for the pump. So when that movie came out, I was just super into it. You know, like yeah. I, I loved it. I, I probably saw it more than once. You know, oh yeah, like in the theater. I, I bet you I, I saw it minimum three times in the theater. Well, I lived but right for by you. That's more strange. Yeah, I, I don't really do that, but it was like I got to see it. I, I don't know what the last movie I did that was. You know, but yeah. And it's kind of, okay, the directors of the movie are two brothers. They had made a movie before called Assassins with right. Stallone. It's uh, and Antonio and Banderas. Antonio Banderas, yeah. I don't think it's I've seen it. filmed in Portland, yeah. Because the directors at the time, now I'm, I, might, I might get these words a little wrong. They're trans, right? So now the people who directed on it are, are still siblings. They are now the Wachowski sisters, right? Both of them but are? They, I didn't, I'm not... They transitioned at different times or they okay. came out as trans at different times. So for a while you would say Wachowski brothers and then you would say Wachowski's, uh, Wachowski yeah. with their yeah. first names and now it's Wachowski sisters. But they wanted to have a character in the movie who in the real world was one gender. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. And was a different gender inside okay, the Matrix. Yeah, that seems like and the an... studio is like, no, you can't do well, that. Really? And, and I want to say the character was called like Switch or like Twist. Yeah. Apparently also there's a is it something the studio made them take out where they explain the part about people being used as Duracell batteries or like the studio, they yeah. had a better explanation in the script, but it took maybe a couple more minutes. Yeah. And the, stu- the studio is like, no, you can't do that. Just say batteries. <laughs> 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 Which is like, I, yeah. I don't know, whatever. I, the um, studio might've been right on that one. Yeah. But you can see the movie as kind of about trans identity too. Yeah, totally. Like in retrospect, when you look at it now, you're like, oh, th- that's kind of what this is about. Another movie that like they did, which I think is really good, is Speed Racer. Right, yeah. It like Speed Racer is the most underrated thing. You know, like a lot right. of movies get critically reappraised later yeah. on. And like I don't know, event it's it's happened it's already happened with Speed Racer where people have come around on that. And like, you right. know what, we really slept on this. There's actually like really interesting, really mind blowing, like really creative use yeah. of, of it. Of I these. took my nephew to see that when he was like four maybe three or four it was the first i think it's the first movie you saw in the theater and he couldn't take it like it was uh, yeah i think then he eventually fell asleep but like it was just but it's like flashing lights yeah yeah it was it was way too much for him i don't blame him man i mean it was too much for me when i saw it yeah so anyway i'm not talking about that i'm talking about the matrix yeah so the matrix it gave him so much cachet that like they were able to make these two sequels for Warner Brothers and pretty much do whatever they wanted. Yeah. And they used that to make movies that people, for the most part, didn't see and didn't yeah. really care about or like very much. The movie right. stars Keanu Reeves in kind of a perfect role for him at kind of right. a perfect yeah. time for him. Where yep. he, he plays a, a vaguely robotic, uh, kind of alien <laughs> yeah. type dude, but yeah. like it works for him. And, yeah. and and it's like, it's funny, this thing about Keanu, he has... A, a strange kind of presence. It's funny. It's funny. It's funny that he works as well. He does. We talked about his work in this list before because he yeah. made um, Bill and Ted. But I just is Neo a, um, a Christ allegory? Well, no. That the answer is yes. But is yeah. the character autistic? He doesn't he seem that way a little bit. I'm sure you could read it that way. I mean, you could read it a lot of different ways, mm-hmm. and a lot of people have, and a lot of people have taken the Matrix, and they're like, um, you know, like the people who think that like. Um, women should be servants and men yeah, you know, yeah. they're like your wife doesn't make dinner for you every night you you need to be really put a bro because yeah. that you know, like refers this. to something about the matrix is that it's had major impact and yeah. it's a cultural touchstone it has so many like things from the t- the text of that like red pilling and blue pilling 
that um, yeah. or like it's just like the stuff- concept of being in the matrix that that you can yeah, refer to like people st- just know what you're talking about. And and there was a lot of this stuff around around that that year even like you know Fight Club had come out right. around yeah, that same yeah. time and it's like Casablanca where you haven't seen Casablanca but you know right. half yeah, the lines yeah, from yeah. it. When you finally watch it, you're like, oh yeah, I've been hearing this all my life. I've seen homages and parodies my whole life. And the Matrix is this thing that's like it's really put its way into our culture. People talk about it, and, and you know what they're talking yeah. about. And it's really influential in terms of it was copied in this time, stylistically. Oh, yeah, for sure. Now, I mean, like, Yeah, we talked about lot. Blade, but it's like, after The Matrix, everything yeah. looked like The Matrix for a few years. It's a watershed movie, for action movies especially, in terms of look and directing style and action style, and in a lot of aspects. Um, It does, like, I do think it does owe a little bit to Blade. There's even a bullet dodging scene in Blade. It doesn't look nearly as great as it does in The Matrix. He looks at the... the, the but speaking like, of the, the bullet dodging and the way that they portray action in that, the, one of the my favorite things that The Matrix does is that it takes the um, formal aspects of the medium, like slow motion, and that's incorporated into the story. Oh, so it's like diegetic. It's, exactly. It's, it's like diegetic... Uh, uh, storytelling yeah. like like i understand what you're saying it would be like when someone gets hit on the yeah. head and everything goes out of focus yep, yep. it's like putting that into yeah and the, the reason like, we're seeing the slow motion is because literally time is slowing down for the people is it that like are, are, i don't time remember is being manipulated. but is time slowing down because you know like when you're playing a nintendo game and there's too many things on the screen no. and it slows no. down a yeah little i do bit? know what you're talking about is that what's happening is like that he's doing so much stuff in the matrix that like the processor that controls the universe is slowing down. Oh, maybe. And so like, like he, yeah, maybe, yeah. I, guess, I guess that's a way to look at it, yeah. but his internal processor stays the same. I know before the sequels came out, now I don't want to get too much on the sequels, but there's a big fight in one of the sequels. And if you look at it now, it just looks like a CGI mess yeah. of uh, cartoons punching each other. And they really hyped it up because they filmed it in Oakland and they shut yeah. it down. But like the problem was it came out like right around the time that Kill Bill came out, where it's like this really visceral, violent fight that came out. With, in, I want to see yeah, the first yeah, Kill yeah. Bill movie, like towards the With end. With practical effects. And, and and, and like and real yeah, people, and it's yeah. like and you realize like the practical effects are really good and you shouldn't avoid those like yeah. that th- that can make something look really good watching that somebody with a samurai sword cut somebody and it looks real and yeah. it's real. you know I was watching Police Story with my son I don't like to show him a lot of violent movies but Police Story is really good yeah. and there's like Jackie Chan is hanging from a bus by an umbrella yeah. uh, you know it's, and it's like he had seen Indiana Jones again I don't like to show him violent yeah. movies but you got to do it and it's like kid, when kid, you watch Indiana, you Indiana Jones Indiana those Jones guys are stuntmen okay well I'm just saying yeah. when you see Indiana Jones and he's hanging from yeah. the truck there's like a pad underneath the truck there's a harness it's a, it's not actually Harrison Ford it's a stuntman you know yeah. like they film it slow and they in like in, in, in China like that's not how they do yeah, things yeah, like yeah, in China yeah. if you told me a guy died in that yeah. scene I'd be like yeah that Dude, looks I, like a guy died I got know? Ellie to watch Drunken Master 2 last week she oh, hadn't yeah. seen it before and she was yeah people falling off a bridge guys, that's such an amazing movie yeah I mean you you know I don't have to tell you so yeah. anyways The Matrix oh yeah The Matrix so yeah a big hit uh, a great movie um, a satisfying ending mm-hmm. uh, I laughed I cried they're making a fourth uh, one and they shot some of it here in San Francisco the sequels I could take or leave I, I like I'm excited for the fourth one because Ali and I went down and watched them shooting some of but we saw a helicopter fly like 30 feet above. Oh, so you were, you think you might be in the movie? No, like, no, we weren't uh, close enough. We had to like be blocks away because they were literally, they had explosions going on and they had helicopters flying th- between the skyscrapers downtown, like 30 feet in the air. It was neat to see. What's your favorite part of the Matrix? It's when Joe Pantoliano is eating a steak. I don't remember because it's been a while since I've seen it. So, I mean, all I can really think of is the first one where there's the fight scene in the um, subway. 
yeah. I just yeah, I, I just kind of remember way. the fight scenes. I don't. Otherwise, I can't really think of. I mean, and like he says, "Wow, oh. I know kung fu." And there's a character who you you like a really heavily imitated female character. Oh yeah, yeah, well, Carrie um, Ann Moss, who's yeah. great in it. Yeah, and you kind of see versions of her pop up in a lot of other right. Stuff and she, I think she her. wasn't as young as most Hollywood actresses are when they get roles that big. Um, yeah, she's an adult. She's not. It's not like she's an eighteen. Well, I think she was in her thirties. Which yeah. now there's lots of women that age you know, or older that are like starring in action movies, but it was not yeah. in America super common. It was like a uncommon thing at the time. There's stuff in it her. where, you know, it's like, it's just, it's all killer, no yeah. filler. Yeah, it yeah, works. Yeah, totally. Again, techno music and fights, yeah, yeah. Uh, a 90s yeah. thing. Again, uh, trench yeah. coat, shiny. Yeah. It, made, yeah. it had a major impact. It was the, like. Did it have a major impact? Or if that wasn't true, we'd be saying, oh, it's like Fight Club situation or it's like Truman Show or. Yeah, was, I guess. Just yeah, yeah. I mean, like when Matrix. you think of how, how especially action movies look stylistically, like what people are wearing, like the, how the light looks like and how they're directed yeah. and how actions take place. Like, Should I let my kid watch The Matrix? He wants to see it. But isn't it, as I recall, there's guns everywhere. I don't everywhere know. Uh, sure, yeah. But I mean. I saw it like. In the last month, what, what's the rating? Was, it's rated R. I'm okay, sure, well, but maybe I don't not. Know. I, I, I asked you about all these things because I don't want to raise my own kid and be responsible. You have to tell me <laughs> yes or no, so I can blame you. Well, what if you showed him the movie but then punished him for watching it? Yeah. No, I what I'll that's... do is I'll leave it out so he can watch it. I, I'm gonna go out for a little while, and it's on the TV paused, and then if he unpauses it, that's his problem. Um, so to me, as far as action movies go, there's The Matrix, and then about ten years before that, maybe a little bit more, there's a Die Hard, and then yeah. yeah. You know, not much before that. I guess there's Bridge of the Lost Ark or something like that. I mean, it really like it's in terms of like what what people are trying. Everyone else is trying to remake yeah. that. Maybe if you combine Raiders like with that. Star Wars in some way, but like it's like yeah. majorly influential for action movies in particular and like big summer what, blockbusters or whatever. It's what's like the best. It's in the pantheon of the Matrix, though, because like there are imitations of Die Hard, which I really like, like I don't know the if Rock, for a direct example. correlation. Um, but everything kind of looked everything like the did. Matrix. Like I mean, X Men. But but it's you like know, like but there's not other metaphysical action movies. I guess you could say no, maybe like Avatar, where he goes inside of this other thing. Yeah, yeah. And he's I think like, that. I mean, what yeah, I? yeah, that is kind of. Um, I don't know. I can't. Nothing comes to mind at the moment. But um, I'm sure some listener right in. You could tell us. You're um, talking about Transformers: Revenge of the Fallen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so um, do you want to try to rank it? Yeah. Okay. Let's try to rank it. I feel like we gave it. It's it's due. Okay. So I'm gonna look at the top most ranked movie because I think that we should start looking at the top so there's star wars at number 22 media franchise i can't put matrix above that well we have some other movies on here we have trading places in the truman show at number 37 and I, I think matrix deserves to go above both of those for sure but both of, both those. of them yeah i gotta remind you there's a scene in trading places where dan Aykroyd, who's very high on our list he is eating a salmon and he has yeah, a, i've seen he's like, just like uh, santa he's totally claus drunk yeah. and he's pulling the the hairs of the fake beard off of the, yeah. the smoked salmon so he can eat it and like that doesn't happen in the matrix I don't think, unless it's in the background. It may happen in the background, but um, I don't think that that competes with the best parts. If that is the best part of Chang Places, probably okay, not. Okay, but, okay. I'm just just throwing it out there. Um, and Truman Show is also a mind-bending movie about identity and about wh- whether the universe is real yeah. and what it means to... Un- you know, I mean, the Truman Show has a lot of that in it. Maybe it's a little bit too complicated. People don't refer to the Truman Show when they're talking about stuff like that these days. You know about how it drives people crazy, Yeah, yeah, yeah I do, yeah. Like, they got, I got drives Truman people crazy syndrome. too, I'm sure. Oh, Especially when they, they see Carrie Ann Moss. Yeah, but but <laughs> yeah, when they see Carrie Ann Moss, they wear those leather pants. They say, yeah. uh, "I got brain problems." They get check me in, come out of the ears. They get a yeah. mallet and hit themselves in the head with it. That's why I don't put mallets in my in my house, <laughs> just because it might be a scene at where Jessica Rabbit yeah. is on TV or something, and yeah. I gotta hit myself in the head with the hammer. Um, so if you're good with the putting okay, that, I'm thinking so, of what you're putting down. So the next thing up, I think that compares kind of is Batman the animated series, which is at number thirty-two. Also influential. Also like uh, from Dark, around the same yeah. time. Also dark also kind of gloomy 
Also something that's permeated our culture in ways that we don't even really think about or know about. Yeah. Also, yeah. Uh, Hardy Quinn's from it, and that involves a big mallet. Yeah. She is like, I have my own mallet. I yeah. hit you in the head with the mallet. It's an inversion. <laughs> you see, it's it's a twist on now, the trope. I personally would think that Matrix goes above that just because I'm a bigger fan of Matrix overall. Goes above, goes above Batman, Batman the, the Animated yeah, okay, Series. Okay. Now, the Three Studios are the next thing on the list. Um, the Three Studios are pretty cool, and you, I like kind of like it if they were in the Matrix. Let me pitch to you a sketch here. What if the three students were in the Matrix? Oh, wow. Basically. Say no more. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we're in. I thought I was going to have to act it out some, but it, it would be good, yeah. right? Here's a blank check. Wait, can I? I got more to say. Okay. <laughs> Next one, Shakira. Shakira. Now, could Shakira have played Neo in the Matrix? Yes. I would have loved it too. We all yeah. would have loved it. But You're that's about America's the water, sweetheart. that question it doesn't really provide clarity. And Would the movie be better if it had Shakira in it? Yes. But would Shakira be better if she was a movie? Maybe. So Maybe. I kind of think you, <laughs> okay. you're on the next one, which is firefighters. Still not now, much clarity. So firefighters. Firefighters save lives. It's hard to compare right? them to and the, the Matrix. And the Matrix saves yeah. lives too by opening their eyes to the reality of things. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. And <laughs> uh, I feel like where I'm st- my sticking point is when you get to like Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton. Yeah. It's like because the yeah. thing is like when he says "Game Over, Man" in Aliens, I kind of like yeah. that more than anything in the Matrix. In the Matrix, kind of do. I, it's. I, I know it feels weird to say, but yeah, I, when he says "you're stewed buttwad in yeah. weird science," Keanu I'm not sure which one I like that. more, but uh, Lawrence Fishburne couldn't do that. They could do it, but they yeah. couldn't do it like he uh, does. But, um, so, but maybe a little lower. Let's just say I'd be okay with putting the Matrix above Shakira, all right, and below Firefighters. I'm tell her you said that. So, the Matrix, the 1999 film, goes in at number 30, yeah, uh, which moves Shakira to that number wasn't 31. Too for you, was it? Uh, no, it wasn't. I, I should check my bank account, but um, no. Let's take a break yeah. and rank the last right, thing. We'll come right back. Uh, hey, Jake, I talked to my accountant while we were gone. Yeah. Um, it turns out everything you you do now, because we do this podcast, we can write it off on our taxes. So it's like... Oh, okay, because we make so much money Well, on the if we lose money, like losing money is good. It's That's the way yeah. accountant works. So it's like if you're losing money, right. it oh, helps okay. you on your tax bills. You can carry that loss forward. So it's like... If you oh, you see. watch The Matrix, right, you can uh, write that off in his expense. You rented The Matrix, right? Or we talked oh, about – Did yeah. you talk about uh, – what's that? Uh, you just said that you uh, paid $2, $1.99 to see Drunken Master 2. You can yeah. write that uh, on your taxes. You say, oh, I spent the $1.99. Someone has to submit Drunken Master 2 no, first No, no, because rank, we've already talked about it. I'm just saying like as your accountant, I can tell you this. Oh, oh thank you. And also like anybody listening to this, if you – Watch Drunken Master Two. You can also do, do the same thing because you it's, it's expensive. <laughs> yeah, now. yeah, that's our uh, financial yeah. advice. Tell the yeah, tax yeah. time we said that when he comes around, he's knocking at your door with like a sack. Yeah. All right. Well, we got one more thing to we rank. One I don't more thing know to what rank. it is. This was submitted by our listener Shallon L. She wanted us to rank bricks. Now, bricks are a building material. They're generally considered to be made of dried yeah. clay. They're not blocks. Blocks are They're generally are con- considered to be bigger. They're not paver stones. They're not like a cinder block is not a brick. I don't think it's, it's similar, but it's not a brick. And they're not like like if if you get a building block that's made out of like stone cut from a quarry, that would be different too. That's either a stone. A building made out of stone is like those are stones or blocks. They're not bricks. A brick is something that is made essentially of a composite, like dried clay. Is it Adobe house or a composite a brick house? Oh, I I just no, thought no, about a, that. A, no, a brick house. If a woman is a brick house, it means she's stacked yeah. and she's mighty mighty. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it does. Okay. Just that's something bricks. So oh, that's something to consider. Something yeah. else to consider. Think about What's that? Let's say you're a pig and you're building a house to withstand your uh, a wolf. Oh yeah, exactly. We mentioned actually before we started well, rolling. Like, we, but we, we, we the three pigs got Yeah, mentioned. we were just yeah. talking about the situation we we came across um 
in which uh, it's a it's a story that we read about. And it's um, what happened yeah. was there's three pigs and their brothers, and each one of them built a house of different materials because they knew that there were dangerous yeah. things going on. Uh, a straw. Uh, sticks and bricks and guess which one was the best yeah. house bricks of course you guys probably haven't heard the yeah. story there's that phil mentioned the three pigs there's a wolf who's i think trying to and eat he blows, them. blows and, the house um, down he goes to each one of their houses uh, and he can he's got really uh strong breath yeah. uh, and so yeah what he does is the first two so, houses one's made out of straw and brick, sticks he um, okay. uses his breath to blow it, them down also but he can't i want to mention the, the brick what, uh, a friend of mine he went through he's not from america and i remember him coming to america and he was like you know it really shocked me when i came to the u.s for the first time he lives here now he lives in florida so nothing shocks him anymore yeah. but he said like the thing about it is Except for like an electric eel or yeah. whatever it's, <laughs> it's like a manta um, yeah. uh, uh, down power line um he said uh yeah Seeing all these houses are wood. Like America's supposed to be a rich country, but all the houses are made of wood. Like, why don't they have bricks? Like, what's going on? It's so flimsy. And then every time you like turn on the news, especially he's in Florida, like a hurricane blew yeah. down all the houses. Uh, uh, yeah. this, and he was yeah. just he was shocked, and he was like, "Oh, America is like kind of poor actually." Because people live in wood houses. And when you try to tell people that, he tried to tell me that. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Wood houses are cool. And it's like, creak. As I'm talking to him, I'm in a dilapidated shack where I live. It's creaking. It's still settling. Yeah. And I realize he's right. Like, bricks are better. We actually tell children a story about how building a house out of bricks is better than building out of sticks. And then we live in houses made out of sticks. Right. I guess that just has to do with either our sense of, like, mobility Mm -hmm. Not upper mobility, but like to move around, and so we don't need to. Oh, build we have things, a more mobile uh, society as, where class. Yeah. Well, and uh, also like class, you yeah. can you can go up and down through different uh, classes and whatnot, and there's class mobility. Well, or you can move from place to place. So you might be not become um, as attached to the place that you're living and want it to last generationally. You know, maybe uh, maybe you're like not. who I don't cares? Know. I'll just put up some cheap clapboard yeah. and uh, and make a yeah. lean-to structure, and then it, once it once the termites get it, fuck it, they can have it. I'll move to another place. I mean, I just think that it mostly had to do with availability of materials at the time when. A not a lot of quarries. Yeah, exactly. I got a question. Um, um, what about when people throw a brick at somebody and are dancing? For example, like in a, a oh yeah, yeah. like in the Ice Cube song. Yeah. Well, it's a real event. Um, a Reginald yeah, Denny, a truck driver, was pulled Reginald out of his Denny, truck and yep. hit with a brick, and then the guy was dancing. That was the guy cool. was dancing. Yeah. So, uh, so that is not cool. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's not, it's not you cool. Can't blame specifically, Reginald Denny. I mean. I do agree with Ice Cube, motherfuck Charles Manson, yeah. but you shouldn't uh, necessarily pull Reginald Danny out of the truck and hit him with a brick. Even though yeah, Ice Cube is saying, saying to do that to Charles Manson. Uh, I did have the note that bricks are good for use in riots, and riots aren't always bad, in my well, opinion. Well, it's the you know um, it's the language of the oppressed, et cetera. It's yeah, exactly. When you make um, when you make a societal change impossible, then you make a riot inevitable. I, I get that. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. But but, but like okay. But a brick... There's brick bats, too. A brick bat is like a club, right? No, it's not. You'd think it is because it has the word bat in it. But I thought, like, I was thinking it was a tool to use. It's an old-timey weapon, essentially. It's it's just a piece of brick. Maybe, like, the bat part in it is like... Maybe they use it... To smooth out bricks when they're when they're doing like masonry. I looked it up. A brick bat in the Oxford Dictionary is a piece of brick typically used as a weapon. So I don't know if it's like maybe a, a longer brick that you used to hit somebody, or I think I've heard them mostly being like thrown at people, like they're uh, okay. missiles. Okay, I got so a question. I'm not sure. Do you know about the old timey comic strip called Crazy Cat? Oh yeah, of his course. thing is oh, throwing yeah. a brick. Like hitting people with a brick. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. He's always getting hit with a brick by the mouse. By that, that little mouse. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever thrown a brick? Because I find them they're I'm sure they're I very have. satisfying to throw. A traditional brick. Yeah. The one, yeah. The one I'm they're, thinking yeah. of is like red. It fits in your hand. Yeah. What would you say it's the size of? Um, it's smaller than a Campbell's bread box. Can. Yeah, a little yeah. bit bigger maybe, but not Which much. Which is also very satisfying to throw. Like the size of a shoe, perhaps, depending yeah. on your but foot much size. Much more satisfying to throw because it's heavier. You can get more yeah, distance yeah. at it. Okay. Another thing about bricks. 
you can make brick chicken. I know you don't eat meat, but it's actually a very good way. Is it like a brick oven, essentially? Oh, I, I like, didn't think about a brick oven in which you could I do you, like brick oven pizzas, which about. I love. I guess you call that, depending, or if in Italy, you call it yeah, something Yeah, you make non-bread. You put the dough on the inside of the wall. Yeah. No, I'm thinking more yeah. like you put a piece of brick on top of the chicken. So you get it really hot okay. and it cooks and it flattens it. So you, what you get is like a oh, flattened, wow. not a whole chicken, but like a, a pieces. Is the chicken alive when you no, do this? it's a ready to cook. Okay. It's a piece of chicken. I see. You can do it. I'm sure you could do it with a, a tofu or something as well, Jake, you know, and press the tofu yeah. or something. They are, because they can conduce heat, bricks are really good for cooking and, and they're really good for making foods like naan, like pizza and, and other- What if the um, Commodore song Brick House was like, she's a whatever, like Adobe house or something. It wouldn't be any good. People say a brick <laughs> yeah. shit house, uh, uh, built like a brick uh, yeah. shit house, right? Yeah. I think that means it's like it implies that she's not like flimsy, twenty feet tall and forty feet wide. That she's more like oh, I thought it meant size. she's just really solidly built. She's not going to tip over. There's not cracks. That the sun that's comes true in, too. You know, it's what, it's what but I mean, why would they say? Why don't they say like a brick, a, a brick statue of a woman? <laughs> Do they make those? That'd be crazy. Um, it's cool. You use the brick tool, like texture tool, in a in yeah. like it was like Photoshop or something, so you can look like anything was made out of brick. So you could make yeah. a brick yeah. person, you know, that kind of thing. Um, one thing I want to talk about anecdotally about bricks. The thing that I think of right away oh, when oh, I think of bricks, of my favorite thing. About no, I don't. But that's true too. There's also gold bricks, which are, people uh, think gold brick, and that means thing. they're lazy. Like oh, okay. Uncle Scrooge would tell Donald he's being gold, he's gold bricking. Uh, in San Francisco, there was a uh, big earthquake and fire in 1906, and many of the buildings, especially downtown, the, the bigger buildings, were made out of unreinforced brick. The earthquake uh, made the, the bricks fall down. The fire that followed it burnt the bricks all up and made them. Um, a lot of them became like uh, they sort of melted or whatever and became misshapen. Those bricks were later reused to build houses that are further out, like new houses that were in neighborhoods of San Francisco that hadn't been developed what, yet. What, what are those um, neighborhoods? Is it like like my neighborhood, mission? for example? The stuff oh, okay. further west. There's a number of um, buildings like west of Fillmore, more or less. There's a number of buildings that you can see if you walk by the building. You can see various bricks that are coming out of the side Curly of the building. Bricks? They're, they're curly and they're wavy and they're, they, they just look sort of melted. They're misshapen bricks. You can see them. I'll show them to you next time you're in town. I'm sure you you've seen them. Do you look at them with scorn or do you look at them with admiration? No, they're admiration? neat because they're, they, I look at them with admiration because... Do you ever put your hand on it and be like, you've seen a lot, old buddy? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're yeah, reused. Yeah. They're from downtown. They saw the earthquake and fire. And they're and they're actually stronger. They don't fit together as well necessarily, but you know you can man, use more. I know what you're about to say. But they're stronger for their, yeah. from the fire. Yeah, man. That's just like we can learn from their example. Yeah. We can become stronger by the fire that we've been through. Yep. And if it was a wooden house, that wooden house goes up like a box of matches. It's true. Yeah. And it or, also told it taught us that we need to um um if we're gonna build tall ass buildings. We gotta reinforce um, them. We gotta reinforce rebar. them, which we didn't do that. Yep, rebar. Don't use bricks. Do do yeah. if you know you can use bricks. There's lots of bricks that are used, but um, if you do it, you got to reinforce the bricks. I want to say bricks are pretty high. I, I'm ready to write. I them, like man. them. Yeah, let's. I also like. I like them aesthetically. I am just because like I'm into shit. From you the like when you take a picture, you see a comedian or a rock musician, and, then, and they take their picture for like their um uh, promo photos. Promo photos, and they're always in front of a brick wall. I'm like, how come they gotta be in front? I of like of a that. Brick? Okay, what I really like is when I see them in like like an example of a place you might see them is uh, Larimer Square in Denver, Colorado, which is um oh, the buildings yeah. from like turn of the century or like the, the 19th century and i love that kind of stuff boston philadelphia like those you know have what a lot i don't of like old brick i don't buildings. like when everybody sponsors a brick and like some of the bricks will be like oh. um sponsored by so and so i'm like oh, these people got to put their names on every brick that's how <laughs> these people want to aggrandize themselves to this extent i scoff at them man yeah and like i don't want to own that brick and has my name on it because dog yeah. shit on that brick and piss on it every day in the park <laughs> okay let's let's rank them we got we're running long here all right let's get in here with these bricks um, yeah okay Oh, so, I was I was getting too real. I guess it's a, a brick is a tool, right? Or is it a substance? It's a, it's it's a, a substance. It's a it's building a, block. 
you know, Lego bricks are bricks, but that, I don't think that's what we're talking about. Um, yeah. Uh, I think we maybe it? maybe material. Do we have materials in here? We've got um, substances in here, but I, like I, I don't. I think it's I think it's more. Well, we have plants. These these are kind of like broad, but bricks are more specific than uh, that. So like we've okay, got, a pun we've, is basically like a brick for jokes. It's like a, basically a building block that that like a basic yeah. form of comedy. Um, yeah. Let me think. A burrito is not like a brick. Puns are at 37. Are at burritos are at number 17. Um, okay, let's see. Cube dice. Hey, look at that. Cube, cube dice is like bricks. Because that's cube, like a frozen yeah. water brick. It's true. It's very similar. Um, that's number 53. You can actually use cube dice as yeah. a brick in a way, or as a block, bear, rather. It bear um, a heavy load in yeah. the way that a brick does. You're not going to be like, oh, I was trapped inside the, the cube dice. There was too much of it. And it well, you might around. if you're uh, in a, a igloo uh, that collapsed. Yeah, that's a good point. But that's I think that's a block, point. not a brick. It's a sal- salient um, point. So where, where was cube dice at? Cube dice was at... Um, that's number 53. 53. Okay, so right. bricks, um, I, I want to put them... I want to put them above cube dice, mainly because I yeah, like them Yeah, because they can endure the fire and become stronger. And cube oh, dice... Oh, yeah, here's what we've got something. Go... Dilapidated shacks. There's something oh. that, like, is related. Yeah. They're, okay. they're, they mainly have a great aesthetic to uh, them. I'm starting to think, like, these dilapidated shacks, like, they got to get lapidated. Like, it's it, it's gone along on. enough. No, like, no, no. It's shameful. They're leaning there. They're they're hunched over. We need to bulldoze them and put in something new. We should have... They should have been brick shacks. To I'm against with. the lapidation of any shacks. <laughs> so, like, I kind of think bricks should go above... And, but the problem is there's not a twist to bricks, except that unless we're talking about the bricks that are all twisty by your house that right. are made out of curled up bricks. So the Truman Show doesn't really have a twist to it. They let you know right away. I don't, I don't think they should go above dilapidated shacks anyways. I mean, I think they should. In fact... Below dilapidated shacks is shirtless men wearing elaborate angel wings, gold lame shorts, and furry cha-cha heels. I think bricks should go below that as well. With Jake, these What's bricks that? survived. You're putting these bricks below, like, I, I don't mean to say, like, frivolous things. Right. But, like, decorative things. Dilapidated shacks and shirtless men wearing elaborate angel wings, gold lame shorts, and furry cha-cha heels are, like, are you're decorative. right. Okay, and I, you're right. And, I, and, and these bricks are the people live in, under these bricks. These bricks endured the fire of the great San Francisco earthquake that killed many people. Okay, okay. Oh, okay. Becoming only stronger, although becoming okay. curlier. And right. now, like you're going to say that to them. The only reason I'm putting Truman Show above it is Truman Show is like it, it, it expands the way you think about things, and, and it also makes you go crazy. And bricks don't make you go crazy unless sometimes, like, I don't want to speak for you, but like, um. You see a woman and she's like, she's like, uh, really built like a brick house. And then yeah. you, you, you got to hit yourself in the head with a hammer. Or if go you're a crazy cat that and I... that mouse hits you in the back of the head with a brick. Yeah. For example, the first, you know, like when I saw my wife and you can ask her, yeah. I hit myself in the head with a mallet, you know, yeah, she, yeah. where'd you get that mallet from? It's the whole thing. I will concede to you. And if you want nice. to put Truman Show That means below, I win. Okay. Uh, bricks go in at number 41. That yeah. moves dilapidated shacks uh, to number 42. Did, did you record also that I won and you lost? Yeah, I marked that. Nice. Uh, so do you want to close this out? I'll close this out, yeah. Okay. Uh, thank you for listening. We hope you enjoy it. And we want you to go to everydamthing.net for the updated list and show notes. In an upcoming episode, we're going to reconsider and re-rank an item we've already put on the list. While you're on everydamthing.net, click the link to vote. You can vote once a day. The poll closes very soon. So vote early and vote often. And we're going to re-rank uh, one, one item.
Yeah, and you don't want the wrong item to get re-ranked, you guys. What you if your make favorite sure thing goes down? You're gonna exactly. You got to get on there and do it, and do it every day, and tell your friends to do it too. Uh, if you have something you'd like to add to the list of everything, or anything else you want to say to us at all, go ahead and email us at list at everydamthing.net. Find us on Twitter and Instagram, and you can suggest topics there as well. There's links we're, in the uh, on everything. We're on Facebook too. Look for us there as well. Oh yeah, subscribe to the show wherever you got yeah. this episode. Our theme is by Jade Puget. Uh, if you enjoyed the show, please go rate and review it. And recommend it to a friend or every friend or anybody you can think of, a stranger, whoever. And now I, I was talking to my wife. She said, Phil, you need to have a sign off. So at the end, you got to okay. say like, keep eating oatmeal or whatever, you know, something like that. So, uh, okay. we, so, that, so you and I got to like, got to figure that sign off. Out. Yeah. We or have, we've had for over 40 episodes. We need to have yeah. one by now. Well, we, we had started by saying, um, keep every damning or yeah. s- keep, keep thing in, thing, thing on. Yeah. Dam- um, damn it up. Listen, uh, damn it up. There you go. Uh, yeah. Listener, if you got an opinion about those uh, sign-offs or any other ones, go ahead and send them to uh, listeneverydamnthing.net. Yeah. Give us your recommendations. Thank uh, you very and, much for uh, listening. We'll, we'll sign off for now. And uh, damn you. <laughs> <laughs>